Ion 2020, episode 75. Have 2020 vision with Eye on 2020, the podcast that brings you all the news and events in the lead up to the next presidential election. I am Ray Eaton, and I will keep you up to date as we approach November 2020 with a libertarian perspective of all the candidates and their policies along with the news. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's clear our vision. Hey everybody, Ray Eaton here, your host of ION 2020, the place that you come to daily for all the news and related events for the 2020 election. All those things are going to help you to have those conversations, those hard conversations with your friends uh, about these candidates, both on the left and on the right and in between and like so is there way off the spectrum uh, in the third parties. Uh, going to help you to have those memes to write, those things that you're going to be talking about and so forth. And I bring this to you Monday through Friday. Even, that's right, even when I'm on a cruise and I can't even record because uh, I just decided to get away from it all for a week with my family. By this time, it's Wednesday. Hopefully, uh, the boat is rocking and it's not just my brain from all of the slush of alcohol uh, trying to, you know, trying to sober up now at this point, I'm sure, because uh, I'm going to be getting off that cruise on Saturday and I need to, you know, ship shape up and get ready for another long uh, six months of work until I probably take another vacation. I'm not sure. Uh, nah, man, I'm probably going to take one in the summer. But anyway, uh, I bring you a podcast five days a week, Monday through Friday, cruise or not, right? Because uh, I'm dedicated to this message and I'm dedicated to making sure that we are all moving forward uh, with the knowledge that we need and the information that we need in order to make decisions as we go into 2020, and I get a lot of people that kind of type in recently on my Facebook, on my Twitter, and so forth, and they say, hey man, it is way too early for the 2020 elections, kind of uh, not really wanting to hear about the 2020 elections right now and so forth, and that's fine. Uh, I, the reason, the main reason why I decided to start doing a podcast so early in the election cycle, and you know, I was going to start in November, right after the midterms, 2018. I was going to start doing the podcast right after the midterms, uh, and nobody had even announced yet. I don't think. I think there was a few people that had dipped their toes in the water. John Delaney, I think he had announced right around that time, but that's about it. Uh, you didn't have anyone else that was really, I mean, there was speculation at that point. There was just pure wild speculation. And I was thinking about just doing it once a week where I just give you guys a weekly update on the news and things that were going on. Just, uh, you know, maybe a half hour show, an hour show every single week. But my decision was to do it on a daily basis because as you get closer to the election, there's made a lot more information that's coming out, a lot more controversies, a lot more uh mean tweets by the Trumpster himself, and lots more, you know, probably mean tweets by the Democrats, too. I think they're going to try to play hardball this year as well. Uh, Some of them will anyway, and some of them may not. So 
I just figured that there'd be lots of news. And I was just, if I'm going to do a show, I'm going to do a daily show. Uh, 30 minutes, that's not too much of my time. That's not too much of your time either, either especially if you decide to re- listen to this thing two times fast. You could hear it uh, pretty quick, you know, 15 minutes if you're going to do it like that. So not taking too much, too much of anyone's time. But the main reason why I decided to start doing it so early was just because I think if you listen to my first show, my second show, my third show, uh, you'll definitely notice how terrible it was. And I didn't know what to say. I was having a hard time keeping my thoughts together. I was having a hard time really finding the right research and the you know finding the right information on the candidates. I was you know I was, it was a learning process. So you get through the tenth show, and I think I got a little bit better at the tenth show. And I think I'm getting a little bit better each and every show now. And that's the reason why. I decided to start doing it early. So by the time the summer comes along and we have these these debates going on, you have all these campaign rallies and different things that are going on, and you and then eventually you start having third party candidates coming out. Uh, this show will be polished and ready to go and have a good listener base, and that was the main reason because it's it's really hard to get a good listener base when you have a crappy show, right? So my idea was just to get this thing going. And eventually, you just learn, you know, from your mistakes. There, I mean, if you listen to people like Tom Woods, he does a daily show Monday through Friday, uh, and his show is very polished. If you listen to some of these other guys that are just doing like a weekly show or even a monthly show, uh, maybe not quite as polished and not putting the time and maybe not putting as much time and effort into it. And that's the reason why. But also most of us podcasters, we're not, I mean, we're not professionals by any means. So if I could get paid for this, that would be phenomenal. But there's no, there's not a lot of money that's going into my podcast, but there's not a lot of, there's not any money coming out of the podcast unless you want to go ahead and, uh, and, become a supporting listener and support the show, you can do that at my website, ionthempire.com, up to you, but I, I don't really make that the f- main purpose of the show, I'm doing it because I enjoy keeping my eyes on what's going on, and I figure I'd give you guys some information as well, and you know that, that's what I enjoy doing, but the main reason, not because, hey, I just think that it's so exciting the 2020 elections that we're going into, and I just wanted to get started early, and there's daily news that's coming on. No, there's not daily news that's coming on. That's why I'm doing a lot of episodes about specific candidates and what their policies are. As they, as the candidates expand, I'll do more and more shows on them and their policies, but as you start seeing libertarians move into it and start deciding that they're going to run, if you start seeing Green Party candidates decide they're going to run uh, any candidate that can be taken seriously and that's going to get a little bit of publicity i will go ahead and cover those people as well uh and by the time we get into november 2020 i think that this show will be you know i must be what about 400 episodes in at that point and hopefully i'll be a pretty darn good podcaster at that point and that'll help me down the road to continue to bring you guys more and more content. And the main content that I that I really enjoy the idea of bringing is content that's based upon foreign affairs, things that our country is doing internationally, things that the United States, sorry, when I say our country, I say the United States is doing internationally. I know that about 9% of my listeners are international. That's why I can't say our country at this point. Um, but anyway, 
the people that the things that the United States is doing outside of its borders, the things that are going on inside the borders with regards to domestic spying and things like that. I think that those are issues I'd like to cover as well. Uh, because I don't know if you guys have realized this about me from the last multiple episodes that I've had. Uh, I do take a huge anti-war stance. I do take a pro-peace stance. I like the word, the term pro-peace better than pro, uh, anti-war actually, but I take a pro-peace stance on everything, and that's what I want to do is uh, ultimately turn this show down the road into something that's more focused in on uh, foreign affairs and domestic things, domestic surveillance, domestic things that are going on within the country, and just have an honest conversation about those things. Bring, bring news events to you that you might be able to look at from a critical standpoint, and then also taking it from that libertarian perspective that I am. Uh, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm going to do down the road. And uh, for now, though, I mean, we're going to be putting this show. I'm going to be putting this show out Monday through Friday uh, for you, just bringing you as much information as I can about these candidates, critiquing them from that libertarian perspective. Uh, I, I mean, even critiquing the libertarian candidates from a, from the libertarian perspective, because it, God knows that Gary Johnson was a very light or very libertarian light when it really comes down to it. So he's somebody that you could definitely critique. And I'm sure when you're looking at the debate stage on the libertarian ticket, or at the libertarian convention in 2020, you're going to be looking at probably one or two people that are like huge anarcho-capitalist spectrum of that libertarian side that's like, we're against government completely. And then you're going to have the people, one or two people that are in the middle, and then you might have, you know, a couple of these libertarian light guys that, or gals actually, light guys or gals that might get a little bit of uh, publicity as well. So, I mean, I've even heard it thrown out there that Justin Amash might decide to run. So who knows? Uh, I mean, it, we're kind of up in the air, right, to see where the libertarians are going to be at. But I will be looking at all of them from a critical eye because. I believe in the idea of criticizing those people that are in charge of our government or of the United States government. I believe in being critical of the people that are in charge of the f local government here in South Carolina where I live, in the town that I live in. I mean, crap. I even believe in being critical of the people that run my homeowners association. And why can't I be? I'm the one that pays into that, right? And maybe I'm not going to run to be on the homeowners association board, but... I can be critical of it and I because I'm paying into it. And the same thing with the federal government. If I'm paying into it, I can be as critical as I want to. Um, so that's a, and that's a good thing. You need to be able to look at your, your government and what it's doing from a critical standpoint. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not unpatriotic by any means. So you can continue to go ahead and do that as well. And I know a lot of libertarians that are listening today, um, you guys are extremely critical of the federal government and what it's doing on a daily basis to the people across the world as well as the people in our own country. I mean, I've heard these memes before that were, that that I saw. I mean, it was like a couple weekends ago, and it was saying something. I mean, it was really funny to look at, but it said the gulags of, of Russia had one, or was it like, you know, 4% of the population of Russia and the largest amount in the world, or more prisoners in the world than any other country. And then they're like, oops, no, wait, that's America. And it is true. America 
is a country that we call it the land of the free and the home of the brave, yet we have more people in prison than any other country uh, in the world. And we have, you know, all these people that are sitting in prison for nonviolent crimes and so forth. And you do have, you know, a mere police state at that point, if you really want to call it that, uh, more so than even China, which is supposed to be like the biggest police state. And they have, what, 2 billion people in their country, yet they have a half the prison population in the United States. What is wrong with that? What is wrong with that picture? Have they been lying to you and saying that we are the land of the free and the home of the brave, if that is the case? Um, does freedom just mean that more people are going to be locked up in jail? I, I, I would hate to use that as, as an excuse. So criticizing the government is just fine. I think that is something that is uh, valuable to do, and you should continue to do that. Because when we have complacency, that's when they're able to take away your rights and take away your ability to... Defend yourself through word of mouth or through action if need be. So continue to do that. Um, but hey, I didn't even say this at the beginning. Go ahead and subscribe to the show if you can. Do Hit that button right now. Subscribe to the show. It'll get into your podcatcher tomorrow, your podcast feed. And also, please give me that five-star rating and review. I'd appreciate that as well. And I'm on uh, Twitter, that's at I and the Empire. Go ahead and drop me a line there if you'd like to. Uh, I figured out how to answer th- those a couple weeks back, so uh, feel free to drop me a line at I and the Empire if you'd like, and then you could go to IandTheEmpire.com and uh, hit me up there. That is the webpage where you're going to find all the news that you can use for that, uh, not only for the 2020 election, actually, but that is actually for the news that you'll find pretty much uh, anything that's going on in the world uh, that our empire might be causing or stirring up. So anyhow, um, but I guess I'm going to go ahead and make this a short episode today. Those are the things I just want to talk about is, is um, what's some of my plans that's, that are going forward as well as uh, the direction of the podcast for now. And I'm going to go ahead and put together a couple more podcasts uh, to get us through Thursday and Friday of my cruise. And I appreciate you cruising along with me and having clear vision for the 2020 election.